There we go. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Remy Mayer. I'm the founder of Mike's Art Your Gym. And today I have uh, the pleasure to interview Wes Burley. How's it going, Wes? What's up, man? How are you? Good, thanks. So uh, Chris Smith is going to uh, join us later. I think he's busy with his kids right now, but he's going to uh, join the call as well. So Chris uh, Smith is a successful consultant and gym owner. And you guys are really good friends, right? Yeah, we've been uh, we've been good friends for about twelve years or so. Awesome, yeah. And so uh, Chris wanted to uh, made uh, an intro right between uh, you and I, and then we had a, a really good talk, and then we found that well we were aligning on our values, right? And uh, we were like, hey, you know what? Why don't we share you know uh, very valuable contents to gym owners? And uh, why don't we do uh, like a live training um, soon? So that's what we are doing today, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. We're about to drop some heat. I hope you guys watch and have your popcorn ready. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to speak about mindset, right? That's the most important thing. If you don't have the right mindset, then you can have the processes or the tools. It's not going to help. You first need the right mindset. And then we're going to speak about uh, sales, and we also wanted to speak about high-ticket sales, right? Uh, and then I really liked one thing that you said the other day when uh, we uh, were speaking with Chris. You were saying that uh, money is actually is, uh, is actually an exchange of energy, right? And that actually it's a spiritual thing, right? So we're going to cover those uh, three topics today. Um, could you please first introduce yourself and um, and tell us the results that you got online? Yeah, sure, man. Um, number one, it's just a pleasure to be here with you, Remy. And um, I really like your personality and the way you come across. I can tell that, you know, with you, you really do like, I can tell that you think about your clients a lot, that pretty much all day long, all you're thinking about is how you can help your clients win more. And so that's one thing I just immediately noticed about you. And I really appreciate you. I really appreciate your spirit of excellence. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that, man. But, um, you know, I, I actually got started in business whenever I was young. Like, I mean, we're talking uh, eight years old. I wanted to make more money. And so my mom would fill up my lawnmower and I would literally push it around the block. And if your grass was really high, I don't know if you guys mow lawns over there, but in America, we mow lawns. And if your grass was really high, I'd knock on your door and say, hey, could I mow your, gra your grass? And you know, that's how I made money when I was like eight years old. I was like the richest eight-year-old kid because I would look for problems and then find a solution. And so that's the, the biggest takeaway for you guys today is the fastest way to more money. And I'm assuming you're watching this because you'd be okay with making more money. You'd be okay with having more clients. And the fastest way to more money is one person, one problem, one solution. One person, one problem, one solution. That's the fastest way. And so that escalated into, you know, doing different things growing up. And then in, when I was 18, I got into a nutritional supplement company and just applied the same work ethic that I had towards that. Mm -hmm. but the only difference was, is that the supplement company had systems in place where I could create something called leverage. Yeah. And that one word leverage is like probably one of my favorite words because leverage is what equals or can equal freedom. 
you know, for anyone watching this. And so, um, you know, that led to other things. And, you know, so far in my career, I've done like a hundred million dollars in sales, whether it be products, online courses, consulting, stuff like that. So it's been a really fun ride. And, um, I think that yeah, and we can see behind you, right? Uh, we can see uh, behind you, you're part of the two comma club. So it means that you made yeah, so for nouns, but also the, the, the bigger that you made 10, right? Million. Yeah. The truth is at the 100, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's so we can definitely learn from you, right? Uh, the, the results uh, speaks for themselves, <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's not a bad background, you know, it's not a bad background at all, but yeah. you know, it's at the end of the day, click funnels is, uh, you know, it's a software company, right? So uh, if you have software, but you don't have strategy yeah. Yeah. or if you have software and you don't have work ethic, I mean, it means absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? Just like for you guys who are already working with Remy, you know, if you have the system, but then you're not using it, it's like, what are we doing? You know, it's like you have a Ferrari in your garage, but then we're just kind of like letting it collect dust. So it's it's having the tools that you need and then also having the work ethic and the strategy. You know, that's how you can actually get results. So, yeah. Yeah. You were speaking about leverage. According to me, there is three main ways to get leverage. Systems, team, and actually money, right? When, for instance, we spend... Uh, money on ads, that's a way that we we have leverage, right? Because now it's not like we're hustling, contacting people, right? Now we just have a marketing and sales campaign and then we let people come to us. So you have been a master at creating this, right? Marketing and sales systems, funnels, right? Systems and team. So that now you have an automated system that generates... Uh, income and you don't have to hustle that much right i think you were sharing the other day that you don't work more than three or four hours a day right yeah i have a rule where i don't work more than four hours a day um and the reason why i have that is not that i don't have the energy to work more of course i do right but there's something called the law of diminishing returns so even though i have more energy um, I don't work more than four hours a day because what that does is it forces me to have systems that take care of everything else. So if I'm having to work like five or six hours a day, then that only means that there's not enough systems in place or the right systems in place. You know what I mean? So that's one thing you mentioned about Facebook ads that I really like a lot as far as a leverage standpoint is you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners and gym owners and stuff like that, they don't fully appreciate what Facebook ads are. You know, so many times they'll spend money on ads and then they're like, Hey, I didn't get 20 clients this week. You know, Facebook ads don't work. And it's like, wait a minute, you're missing what it is. Right. So before you could even run ads for your business, like such as Facebook, you know, back in the day, you had to use like a newspaper or something like that. And you couldn't, you know, you couldn't target highly qualified leads. And so, you know, the cool thing is, is like, if I'm running ads, and my ads aren't converting, well, then I, I know exactly what to look at. It's something's wrong with the ad. Maybe it's my camera presence is terrible. Maybe it's the ad is boring. You know, maybe yeah. it, those type of things. And then if I start to get leads, but then I'm not getting 
people to, um, you know, join my program, well, then I know that there's something like I'm not following the script very well. I must be going off the script. So that's what I love about ads is that it, it certainly, um, it certainly is a revealer of, of what is and what is not working and, and how teachable and how unteachable I am. So that's one thing I really like about it is just, you know, I can make adjustments, but the thing, the thing about an ad though, that's really cool is just like you said, it's almost like, and imagine this, like imagine if Mark Zuckerberg, the owner of Facebook would, would literally go and prospect 400 to a thousand people for you every single day who were your ideal client mm-hmm. while you just simply relaxed. Like that'd be pretty cool. You know? So if I'm spending, let's say 10 bucks a day or 20 bucks a day in ads, what's that 300 to $600 a month in ads. I mean, it, you know, it cost me $300 just to drive my truck across town. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the fact that Mark Zuckerberg is literally prospecting my ideal client for me every single day for a few bucks a day. I mean, that's like, you know, I think a lot of times when you have gratitude for the systems that are in place, for some reason, those, those systems work better. Yeah. So something to keep in mind. Uh, Wes, let me stop you uh, just uh, a moment. Uh, we just got a comment here. Uh, it says the live video has been paused. For people watching the, the live right now, could you please drop a comment and let us know if actually we, we are still live? It seems that uh, Eric has, a, has an issue. Could you, could you please drop a comment and let us know? And uh, it looks like uh, Chris Smith just uh, joined us. How is it going, Chris? It's okay. I thought I was waiting on you for 10 minutes. And then I looked at the screen and it said that you had another meeting in progress. I was like, what happened? <laughs> All right. So some, some other people are, are telling us that uh, we are good. So, okay, we can continue. Could you please introduce yourself, Chris? Hi, guys. Uh, Chris Smith. Um, these two guys are my buddies. I, I missed the first 10 minutes of this, obviously. So not sure what we covered. Um, I'm here to help. Uh, been been doing this for a while don't like to really talk about myself so um Remy and Wes are fantastic uh we all all three love working with people helping people get wins victories um uh, and really change the way that they think so that they can go get what they want and so I'll sort of hop in as we get going I'm going to catch the vibe of the call right and so yeah so we were speaking about uh, leverage how can we get leverage so we were saying that Uh, marketing and sales plus systems plus a team that's how you get leverage right and that's how you don't have to hustle so much and how you can actually travel the world or uh, walk three or four hours a day like Wes is doing right so so we were like uh, diving deeper into you know Facebook ads and Wes was explaining that well Facebook ads is like a great way to uh, and a cheap way to get new clients and you don't have to prospect, right? There is no prospection needed. There is no hustle needed. You just wait for clients to come to you. Yeah. 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 I like it. Also, my friend uh, just recently called me about a business deal he was looking at. Um, it was shoes. And he he's sort of new in the business world, but he, he thinks a lot. He's had some success. And he, he was started hitting me up. He's like, hey, my buddy's got this shoe company that he's starting. It's all Italian leather, custom shoes. They were slick shoes, but they weren't Italian leather slick. Like it wasn't like slick dress shoes. It was like 
like kick around shoes. And he's like, man, you really think somebody paid $200 for shoes? And I go, dude, people pay $200 for shoes every day. And I was like, it's just a matter of leverage. It was, and so it's funny you use the word leverage. I was like, it's learning how to get that in front of the right people in front of the people who are going to spend that. I was like, they're cool shoes. I was like, it's, it's all in your systems and your mindset. And then you attack. I'm like, people spend money on shoes every day. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, let's uh, now speak about uh, sales um, and specifically high ticket sell. And also I want to uh, make a difference between right, and enrolling people into their own dreams. Right? There is a big difference here. It's not like we close uh, someone right, into buying a car. When you sell a body transformation or a life transformation, you don't close. You actually open the gates to the life. It's not like you close them. You are here to help them transform their lives. So there is no high pressure here, right? So I just want to uh, speak about that and, and uh, uh, remind you guys that when you sell a life transformation, you shouldn't be afraid of, you know, uh, you're not closing, you're just that fear. What do you think about, about this, uh, Wes? And what do you think about this, Chris? Yeah, yeah, it's a good that's a good point um, because you know I, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs that even even subconsciously they have a lot of blocks about sales and and part of that is you know the culture we grew up in um, you know we grew up watching you know I, I know for me my age group I grew up watching Tommy Boy you know where it's like Chris Farley and you don't take no for an answer and you close the cell and then there were other movies like Death of a Salesman. And then there was movies like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, you know, and it's all about this hard close sell, you know, coffees for closers. And I think the culture, you know, really doesn't like that approach. I mean, that's a, that is a dying breed of salesmen, you know? So I think what we have to distinguish first, Remy, is that there's, there's two kinds of salesmen. There's, old school salesman and then there's you know good salesman and a good salesman a good salesperson you know i think we just for a second could you please repeat uh the connection is not that good okay how about now is it okay now yeah yeah okay so i was just saying that you know there's two kinds of salesmen there's bad salesmen which you know try to use manipulative tactics to get the, to get the job done because what the deal is, is they really just don't know how to communicate. So they mm -hmm. feel like they have to strong arm the cell because they don't, they, they don't know what else to do. And then there's a good salesman and a good salesman or good salesperson is really just a consultant that helps invite someone to create a meaningful change in their life. Mm -hmm. And so real sales is actually to me the highest form of service and there are certainly other high high forms of service but to me sales is the highest form of service because whenever you you uh, whenever someone does business with you then you know they are committing to create a meaningful change in their life you know we have this little saying in, in some of my groups where you know the only way someone's life gets better with your product or service is if they give you money, 
Like that's literally the only way someone's life's going to get better is if they give you money. Well, why do, why would someone give you money? You know, why in the world would someone give you money? Somebody would give you money when you can solve a problem, uh, provide a desire or remove a pain. So money comes from other people. Like everyone watching this wants to make more money. So first thing we got to know is like, where is the money? The money, you know, other people have it. It's in other What's that? Yeah, Can you hear me? There is a delay here. Yeah, yeah. I think it, Remy, I think it's your connection. I, I'm seeing and hearing Wes pretty well, um, but you're you're cutting out quite a bit whenever you whenever you speak. Uh, I'm sorry about that. It's yeah, okay. I was just uh, saying that um, skin in the game actually is very, very important. And I learned this the hard way. Before having a transformation program, I actually had a marketing agency and it was based on the results I was providing. And actually the results were based on the members, the new members at the gym. So it means that for a guy like Chris, well, Chris got 65 new clients. I was getting a commission based on that. It's great because Chris has the right mindset, right? He wanted to grow his gym. But for some other people who have skin in the game, actually, they don't, they don't follow through, they don't commit to it, and they don't make the system work. So skin in the game is very important. Yeah. Um, you know, if you think about it, it actually takes a really nasty person to do it the wrong way. And I think that's why people shy away from it and they have that, that download they feel yucky to try to sell somebody and it's because the perspective is skewed and it to try to close somebody into something for your gain is actually, that's very nasty. And it, you sort of kind of have to become a, a nasty person to make a living doing that. And that is not what we are doing. And that's not what the world's looking for. They, that's, that's uh, people are repelled by that, you know? So that's not what, when we speak of cells that we are, that's not what we're speaking of. You know, it's like Wes just was mentioning and, and Remy, yeah, they need to have skin in the game, but also just the, I think just there's so much tied into your belief about sales and about what it is that you're doing and what it is that you're offering. And I always go back to is the result, if they follow the program or they use the product that I'm engaging with them and I'm, and I'm sharing with them, if that solves a problem, is the end result worth more? What's worth more? the the price that they're paying or the product now so you use a gym for example right if you help somebody just is very simple lose 20 30 pounds get more energy their life is better their sex life is better they feel more confident and let's say you you charge them a ten thousand dollars you know on a high ticket for a program that got them from point a to point b quicker than they would mm -hmm. have ever done it on their own they probably wouldn't have happened on their own now is it worth ten thousand dollars i would say so i would say it's worth as much right yeah, I mean, it's, that's a four-wheeler, you know? I, I mean, I don't even know if you can get a four-wheeler for $10,000 anymore, a toy. You know, so is that worth it? Yes, you know, so we're not closing them to it. We're actually just guiding them into their dreams, and there's an exchange of value. So, yeah. Exactly, yeah. For, for instance, uh, one of my clients uh, has an eight-week program, and he charges $8,000. So... His clients are online entrepreneurs, right? That are 
that are successful, right? Successful online entrepreneurs. For an online entrepreneur to get an amazing body and life transformation in just eight weeks, and there is a 100% success rate, it's a bargain. Because now, maybe they, they, they lose weight and they gain muscle, and they're online entrepreneurs. How are they going to look on their Facebook ads now? Mm -hmm. What kind of confidence are they going to have? How are they going to be easy? Right? This is, this is like priceless because maybe with that new ad that they will be able to record with that new confidence, they're going to generate hundreds of uh, thousands of dollars. Yeah. So it's about, right? It's about the outcome. Yeah. Um, hey, Wes, I, I feel like the glitchiness, I right? feel like interrupting. When you can flow. help You're cutting out. You're cutting out, and so I was. Uh, I didn't know if Wes was still there. I felt like it. It glitched out, and I don't know if everybody else is seeing that, but um, I see you freezing up. Um, and then a minute ago, Wes was talking, and it, it stuck. So I wasn't sure if he's even still with us. Hey, Remy, are yes. you? On, Remy, are you are you hardlined? Or are you on Wi-Fi? It's, it's Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, if you if you think like even with you guys, what you're talking about with high ticket sales, you know, it's it's hard for some people to fathom high ticket sales for someone to give you 10 grand to help them get in shape. And I think what you have to realize, what you have to understand is like what you have to think about is what is it costing someone not to know what you know? What is it costing someone uh, to not be in shape? You know, and it, it's got to go deeper than just. Uh, I want to get in shape. Okay. Give me 10 grand. Uh, no, you know, you have to go deeper into the, the, the consulting questions that you're asking them, right. Where it's like, how does it make you feel to not be in shape? You know, and, and you, and you have to hear someone say, well, you know, my wife hasn't looked at me the way she used to in about 10 years. All right. Or it's like, because I'm out of shape, I'm low on energy. So, when I get home, I don't have, you know, I don't have energy, energy to play with my kids. Well, what is that costing you? You know what I mean? You have to grow, go really, really deep and figure out what is it costing them. And, and if, if the price of your program is less than what it's costing them to not know what you know, then it's a, it's a very fair deal. It's a very win, you know, win-win situation. So if I, you know, even with your program, Remy, I mean, what, what is it, I mean, I, I think what, I don't know if you, if you can, if you can say the price of your program, but you know, the, the price of your program, when someone first hears it, they may go, oh my gosh. But it's, the question is, is like, what is it costing them not to have your program? You know, that's how you have to, mm -hmm. that's how you have to measure uh, a cost, cost versus um, investment, you know, cost versus return. So but also even if, you know, I announce my price. Can you hear me? Yes. You know, let's say I announce my price. Uh, the gym owner doesn't understand the value yet, right? Once I understand you, then when I assure him, you're full, Mr. Roboto, man. It's breaking up. Yeah, breaking up pretty bad. 
Let me try to do the, the call on, uh, on my phone then. Okay. Hey, on what you said, Wes, that's a really interesting and unique place to live, talking about what is it that I know that they need and why, right? Because that puts you in a place of, well, I better continue to know more and more. So you're continuing, if you're, if you're coming and living in that space, you're also always very on guard and constantly learning more so that you're adding more value in the marketplace. So that's, that's a very good place to be, you know, as far as your approach and your thought um, and just philosophy, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the number one reason people don't advance is they, they lie to themselves and they say, right now, things are okay. I don't need to get better. Yeah. And so I know I'm sure it's the same for all of us on here. Like it's just as much as I can be the teacher. Sometimes I'm also still the student. You know what I mean? Like, and I'd say, I'd say I'm more of a student than a teacher, you know, like this, this behind me is a result of, of being a good student, not from, you know, being Mr. Know-it-all or anything like that. But you know, that's the cool thing is you don't have to know it all. You just have to be a page ahead. You know, if I can just stay a page ahead of you, then, you know, that's, that's all that matters. So, you know, and the thing is too, like, if you, if, if we, if we looked at this today and we go, okay, what, and in fact, I'd love to see you guys type this in the comments. Okay. I'd love to work with you guys that are watching this right now in the comments. What I want you to write is, you know, where you're at currently monthly and where you want to be, where are you at monthly right now? And I know it's vulnerable, right? We're going to enter the best friend zone where you're going to have to say where you're at monthly, but we're going to quickly move to where you want to be. You know, what's your ideal monthly revenue? All right. So this is going to be super powerful for you guys. It's going to make Remy's program a no brainer. It's going to make anything else you ever think about a no brainer. So in the comments, put, you know, where you're at monthly, what your current revenue is monthly and where you want to be. And, and so like, you know, say for example, your monthly revenue right now is like, you know, $20,000. That's cool. You know, you're, you're making a little bit of money, but it's still not enough money to really live your dream life. You know what I mean? Like 20,000 a month, especially if you have kids, like you're just barely starting to like get by if you, you know, if you live in America, right? Like I mean, a, a carton of milk is like, what, six bucks now or something, you know what I mean? So 20000 a month, like, you're just getting started. You haven't made it yet, right? But 20000 a month is still better than 9000 a month. And I know, like, even when I first started getting to that 30000 a month range, you know, I could make a lot of bad decisions and still have 10000 a month left over, you know? So part of it is, like, increasing your capacity for what you're willing to accept you know and so it has to be if you're going to go from here wherever you are today to where you want to go there's going to be a transformation there's going to be a transformation that takes place and you know it's one of those things where you you can't really you can't i'm seeing some good numbers here so there's got to be a transformation and, and when you make this transformation you're not going to be the same person so it's like, all right, if you want to go from 9,000 to 20,000 a month, um, then, then there's really only three things that matter. And number one, you know, whatever that, whatever your there is, 
it's got to be a real number, right? So, so it's got to be a real number because I meet, I meet a lot of business owners where, where I'm like, okay, where are you at right now? And so if we're looking at David, he's at 8,000 8, a month. He wants to be at 25,000 a month or AJ's at 6,000. He wants to be at 50,000. So uh, we got Julian who's at 5,500. She wants to be at 12,000. We have Cindy who's at 3,500 wants to be at 10,000 a month. So make sure that that their number is very, very real because I talk to so many business owners where I'll say, what's your there? And they're like, I want to make a hundred thousand a month. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, how much did you make last month? And they're like 2000. I'm like, okay, that's, that's kind of a big gap that I don't know if I believe you when you say a hundred thousand. And so then if I say, well, why do you want to make a hundred thousand? Then they'll say, well, because I want to be able to backpack through Europe. And it's like, yo, you could do that right now for like five grand. So make sure whatever goal you're aspiring to that you have an idea for every dollar, because if it's a non-specific number, if it's just like a pipe dream number, then you'll never do what it takes. But if it's a, if it becomes a real number, so let's take, you know, let's take uh, Candace here. She wants to go from 8,000 to 12,000 or 25,000 a month. So for you, Candace, the way that's going to happen is there has to be a transformation that takes place where as a, as a person, because of your pedigree, because of who you are, because of all the mentors that have poured into you, because of all the times and all the hours that your family has believed in you, that it is unacceptable to make anything less than 25000 a month. And so whatever you guys are making right now, what that is, is that is your, that is, that is the, that is the very maximum amount of money that you will accept. And so if you really embrace that, like if I'm at 8,000, I want to go to 25,000 and I really put myself there. Well now, and I, I really just give myself permission to make that amount of money. Well, Now it's like, and, and, you know, setting up systems and putting things in place that will support that is a no brainer. There's no hesitation. There's no worry about money. There's no worry about investment. Right. But what happens is we want to go from 8,000 to 25,000 a month, but we keep that 8,000 a month mentality. You got to get rid of that crap. Like that's, what's holding you back. If you want to level up, you have to level up first here. And then you'll start to see it physically where it actually starts to show up. And I never will forget, like when I first got to 30,000 a month, I remember the very first thing I did is I went and bought a new home and I was so excited to become a homeowner and I bought this beautiful home in Dallas. Well, one thing I didn't think about was that, you know, when you buy a new home, you, you know, your, your old furniture doesn't really look good in there. Right. And so there was this furniture shop in Anderson in, in <laughs> called, called Anderson's. And one night we go to Anderson's and Anderson's had like the best furniture. They went out of business. I don't know why, but at the time they had like the best furniture, but the mo main thing they had was this margarita machine. And so I, go, I go to Anderson's and I'm thirsty. I like just got done with the workout. I'm thirsty, not just thirsty, but thirsty. You guys know the difference. Anyways, <laughs> so I go, I go there and, uh, and then I'm like, oh, I'm totally parched. And they're like, hey, would you like a margarita? It's like this big, a little tiny cup. I'm like, sure. So I drink one. I'm like, hey, I'm thirsty again. So she pours me another margarita. I'm about 12 margaritas in. And we just start having fun. And we start picking out the furniture that we want. 
instead of looking at the price tag first and then trying to decide what we could afford. And I never will forget, guys, we got to the cash register that night. This is like, you know, I don't know, like nine, eight or nine years ago. And we get to the cash register and they're like, okay, that'll be $34,000. And at first, you know, the old me kind of was like, no, 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 we can't do that. That, you know, that's too much money. And it's like, no, no, we can do that because money replenishes. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to do that because like, that feels really good. And, and so like that night was such a special night because I was free, man. You know, and so for you guys not to make the amount of money that you want to make, you know, that's, that's actually limiting to your soul. You know, a lot of people say that money isn't spiritual, but money is very spiritual because yes. if your soul is limited, then everything is limited. Your relationships are limited. Your energy is limited. Your connections are limited. So like, not only should you get to a standpoint mindset wise where you want to make more money, sure, but it's got to become something to where you like, it's not, it's not about making more money, but it's about getting to that place where you are truly free. And all you yes. have to do to get there is just put systems in place that can make that happen. But here's the thing, as of today, the money that you make right now is actually the exact amount of money that you want to make. And I'll prove it to every single one of you guys right now. So take last week, for example. Okay. There's, let's just say there's 40 working hours available in the week. There's 40 hours that you could be doing consults. There's 40 hours that you could be following up with, you know, prospects of, of your business. And yet, you know, if you look at your, if you look at last week, how many appointments did you do? How many consults did you take? You know, that's why, you know, if, if I'm on the phone today with someone, you know, who says, okay, you know, let's just take Eric who says he's at 15,000. Now he wants to make 25,000 uh, a month. Well, the question is, is you know, if I ask you, okay, how many, how many new clients do you need in order to get there? And you don't know, well, you're choosing to stay where you're at. And so sometimes yeah. just a lot of power and like, you know, Chris and I were talking about this earlier. There's just a lot of power in not blaming anything else for where you're at, taking 100% responsibility for every single result that you're getting, because that's when you can really start to make a big, a big difference. And so like not, not, not being consciously unaware or, or being consciously unaware of why you're not hitting your goals is, you know, you're, 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 you're hitting those numbers that you're hitting right now on purpose. So all you have to do, if you want to go from 8,000 to 25,000 a month is figure out how many conversations do you need to be able to get a client? And then how many clients do you need or how many clients would it take to be able to hit that goal? And then you have to have a system that supports that, you know, and you guys are on the phone or on, on a zoom here right now with three guys that like, that's what we do. So, you know, you're kind of in the right place if that's the case. You know, speaking of it, like what you're, you know, it's so liberating to go, it's me. You know, we come from a, from a, from a society that for so long, it's like, it's like we had the grandfathers and great grandfathers who were in the world war. And everybody's like, oh, they're too rough. They're too mean. Oh, you know, so parenting styles even changed. So it's like, oh, it's not your fault, little Jimmy. And it's like bad for something to be my fault. And we've been conditioned and we've all got to realize we've been conditioned. What have I been conditioned to 
that has me thinking the way I'm thinking and earning the way that I'm earning is very liberating to go, well, it's me, even if it's not, right? Even in marriage, right? That works. Whenever you go, you know what? I don't have to be right. And I might not like what they're doing, but I'm going to work on me. It, you know, it's, I'm going to put it on me because now you've got power. When it's on you, you've got power to change it. When it's not on you, that means it's up to somebody else to change it for you or some outside entity or power. Yeah. And so it's, it's very liberating. And another thought that I had, you know, talking about spirituality and everybody comes from different faith. You know, um, I believe in the Bible, right? That's cool. And I also think it's a great business book. I think you go so much knowledge and power in there. You know, we're talking about it's there for you. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, we sit around and we pray and we wait for the universe or God or whatever to like bring it to us. And I think that it is. I think it's saying, you know, if you come to your dad's house, if you got a healthy relationship with a parent or you're, you have your child and, and your child comes home, what do you say? You say, help yourself. So that's sort of twofold. Help yourself. But also, hey, here it is. Help yourself. It's all in the cupboards. It's all there. So from a spiritual sense, everything you want and need, it's already there. The universe, God, whatever you want to call it, it's already there. Even in the worst of the worst situations, I mean, I got a friend who's a pastor now who earns incredible money. Dude literally came over on the bottom of a boat from a country that was war-torn, and, and he, he, had, he got ripped from his parents, and him and his brothers and sisters came over here, and they've done incredibly well, and everybody knows a story like that. So even in the worst of the worst situations, you know, the old Jurassic Park, you know, quote, life finds a way. Well, the universe is there. It's all there in the cupboards. Help yourself. And I think that's a fun way to look at it. Like, oh, I get to help myself. Okay. All right. That's, yeah. I make a sandwich. Dude, that's so good right there, man. Because, I mean, dude, so many people. And, Remy, I'm sorry, dude, but you got me and Chris going here, man. So, <laughs> I love it. There's so many but people way, can out you hear there. Me now? Yeah, we can hear you. You sound great now. You want to add great. something real quick awesome. before I go crazy? Man, yeah. I, I took a bunch of notes. Uh, so now that I can speak, I, I might uh, catch up for like a minute or two, and then I'll let you continue, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was saying earlier that uh, actually high ticket pricing is something that could be also reassuring, right? I can help gym owners grow a multi-million dollar business. First, a million dollar gym, but then million dollar gyms with an S. If I charge only 500 bucks or 1000 bucks, well, it's not even believable, right? So high ticket pricing makes it also reassuring, right? Because I am charging a high ticket price, then I will be able to deliver on my promise. That is to grow a million dollar gym. And to be honest, the price I am charging right now to grow a million dollar gym is such a bargain. It's such a bargain. So uh, for gym owners or personal trainers watching the, the training today, keep that in mind. A high ticket pricing is reassuring. When you charge 21 bucks for a challenge and you promise them to transform their body, people don't even believe in it. right? Because you won't be able to provide uh, your energy, your time, and uh, and value. You're gonna provide a 21 bucks value, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Then, uh, so I have several points, right? I took a bunch of notes. Uh, <laughs> you were speaking, Wes, about you know uh, the belief that you need to have, right? 
I believe that actually everything is created two times. First in your thoughts mm. and then in real life. But if you can't have it in your thoughts, it's never going to be uh, created in real life. You have to believe in it first. Right? That's good. And uh, money is definitely something spiritual because actually it's about having an abundance mindset, right? About this abundance mindset. And you should have this abundant mindset about love and money too, right? You should be abundant with everything. So money is spiritual as well as love is, as unconditional love is, right? And also money is just a reward for actually the impact that you have on people. So first, try to have an impact on people, and then the universe or God, however you want to call it, is going to reward you. It's about the impact. And um, and lastly, I wanted to finish by saying that money, I believe, is very important because, like you mentioned, Wes, it allows you to be free. And I don't know if you uh, heard about the Maslow pyramid, right? When we are at the bottom of the Maslow pyramid, where we are living in fears because we don't have any security. So now we're like, oh, how am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to go to the grocery store? And actually we just live in fears. But then if you climb this uh, Maslow pyramid, that's how you can actually self-actualize and that's how you can find your purpose. And that should be our mission on, you know, in this life to find our real purpose and to achieve this purpose. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Bringing it. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm done. <laughs> so I got a couple things, couple last things here for these guys. And then I'll, you know, if we, if we want to talk about anything else, but something Chris talked about, just, you know, go get it yourself. You know, um, I think so many business owners, so many of you guys watching right now, like the only thing stopping you from going from where you are to where you want to be is one word. It's called permission. Like you need to give yourself permission to live out your wildest dreams, right? Like there are so many people that are waiting on someone else to give them approval to make the kind of money that they want to make. This is insane. All right. And so the biggest thing is like, the more, the more permission you give yourself and the less you stop beating the crap out of yourself whenever you don't hit your sales goals. And that's one thing that used to always slow me down or I'd go to like company conventions and I wouldn't be growing as fast as other people. And I would literally get so angry at myself. And, you know, imagine like, imagine if you had a, a child and every time the child did something wrong, you like went off on them. Well, do you think that child would be motivated to do much, right? Probably not. Well, remember, like you have an inner child in you. And every time you don't hit your goals and you beat yourself up or you talk negatively about yourself or anything of that nature, uh, you are not getting anywhere close to your goals. So it, it, it really, like if you're going to love your client, you have to love yourself. If you're going to make the kind of money that you want to make, then you have to love what you do. I never will forget, I met this guy one time at a Jason's Deli. It's like my favorite sandwich shop, Remy. And he goes, have you been there before? Nope. Okay, we'll take you when you come back. So, Great. so good. Goes, I mean, it's not like the greatest thing. It's just a sandwich shop, but you know. 
But anyways, so he goes, how's your business going? I'm like, well, at the time, you know, I just got to 25,000 a month. And he goes, man, I go, yeah, I just got to 25,000 a month. So I definitely love it. And he said, well, if I was, if I was making 25,000 a month, I would love it too. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah. Just flip that. Just flip what you just said. When you love it, then you'll be making 25,000 a month. And if you think about even selling high ticket, right? I mean, high ticket so cool because just like you were talking about a while ago, how do you know, you know, if you, if you could solve a problem for someone, how would you know if they were committed to getting the result? You know, if someone's watching this Zoom today and they like the Zoom or they comment below, are they committed? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? But then at the end, if you're like, hey, I can help you max out your gym. Here's how much it is. And they don't join. Are they committed? No. So how do you know if they're committed? If they get they're more committed to their fears than their own dreams. Totally, man. You're exactly right. They're more they're 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 living in the here, and that's why they can't get to there because all their decisions are based upon what's keeping them here. If you want to get to there, you got to do what that person who's there would do. And that person who's there already would go in all the way, wouldn't even worry about it, wouldn't even think about it. They'd just be like, let's do it. You know, that person who's there is decisive. That person who's there doesn't think about it for a few days or let me get back to you. The person there says, let's do it. So if you're here and you want to be there, you got to start doing what the person who's there would do. That's you, right? And so think about this. Like you said a while ago, I could charge $27 or I could charge $2,700. You guys tell me who's more committed. Is the person who, who, who pays $27 or $500 or the person who pays $5,000, you know, who's, who's the most committed? The person that pays $5,000. And the more you charge, the more your clients will charge forward. So you're actually doing people like a great favor. You're actually doing favor. them a you're doing them a favor. You're doing me a favor if you charge me what I'm worth. And that's what a lot of people don't understand about high ticket. You know, a lot of people think I'm going to charge what I'm worth. Okay, well, yeah, there's a measure of truth there. But the greatest honor would be if you charged your client what they were worth. You know, is your client worth 27 bucks? I mean, your client's probably worth 27000 a month. Yes. You know, so it's like, why would, you know, so when you're charging them 5,000, well, that's a fair deal for you and it's a fair deal for them. Right. But it's like, charge your client what they're worth. Write that one down. Yeah. Don't worry about, Oh, what's, what am I worth? Well, man, I'd really like to make this. It's important for you to make what is, is exciting for you because if you're not excited, I mean, you're not going to show up 100%. You know, do you guys want half of Remy? Or do you want Remy to show up 100%? When you work with Chris, do you want Chris to be, you know, do you want you want to get a 30% discount from Chris and get a 30% of Chris? Or do you want the whole thing? Do you want the Happy Meal? You know, you want the Happy yeah. Meal. It's like, like, yeah, go with ahead. With the way I charge, I don't care. Sometimes I go on Zoom with my clients. It's 11 p.m. I don't care. I'm here to help them. I would charge 500 bucks for it. I would be like, okay, no, I'm going to sleep. Right. <laughs> when when you charge a high ticket price, actually, you give 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 give. If you don't charge enough, then you have uh, resentment, right? 
because mm-hmm. you're like, ah, shit, I'm not gonna like spend my time with that guy that just gave me 500 bucks and that doesn't follow through. Yep. And then the, the client is the same then, would be the same with me, feel resentment as well. Yeah. So I, I've got something while we're on it before we move too far away from it. My wife was reading a book that I'm about to read the other day and she keeps me updated on the book she's reading. She'll tell me what's going on in it and Sometimes I'm like, man, she's been on this one series that's uh, about a military guy. And so in this one scene in the book, this one chapter, his son is talking to him. And he's like, his son says, hey, when I grow up, I'll be an explorer. And I was going to read the excerpt. And he goes, no, son, you become a thing by being it first. There's no room for wanting. The people who want a thing want it for their whole lives, always dreaming of another day. The doers in this world don't want to be. They are. And they are in every moment and every decision, every day for their lives. Now, what are you? I'm an explorer. Don't mumble it, boy. Look me in the eye and tell me what you are. I straighten my back, meeting his stare. I am an explorer. That's the way. You'll become just that to the outside world because this very night, as an eight-year-old boy who has never traveled outside of Virginia, you became it yourself. And that's how things start in this world, by being, not wanting. Go get it now. That's good. So I just, she had read that to me like earlier, like yesterday. And so we're sitting here speaking of it. And I was like, dude, that is like, that's like on point with what we're talking about. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. 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 And you know, on on that, on that topic, Chris, one one of the most powerful things you guys could do, I have all my private clients do this, is come up with an offer. You, You don't ever have to even like give it, you know, I would, but like come up with an offer that, and this is more of an exercise, but it's very, very healthy. Come up with an offer that if someone said okay to this, you'd be like, oh my God. You know, like I have an offer that is $100,000 and it's for me to work with you for 90 days. But the reason why I have that offer is because the last person I worked with for even 30 days made 89 grand. You know what I mean? So to me, it's a very fair offer, right? But before I had that offer, before I ever offered it, I had that offer written down and it had all the things that, that we would do together. You know, it had all the ways that I would help you maximize your income. And so whenever I had that $100,000 offer, I even built a website for it. I created a Stripe payment for it. <laughs> you know, so like there was a landing page that said $100,000 and it had the value stack of everything you'd get. I made it so real to where once I had that reel and I knew exactly how I would sell that, I had no problem whatsoever selling five or $10,000 packages. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's a really healthy exercise that every single one of you guys should do. Come up with an offer that if, and it could be 30,000 or 50,000 or whatever, or something that's real to you, right? It doesn't matter what someone else thinks is cool. All that matters is what you think would be cool right now. Come up with that offer, create it like, Go ahead and create the landing page for it, the Stripe payment for it, everything. Come up with exactly how you'd sell it because then you will have zero problems whatsoever selling you know, a $5,000 program or a $500 program or a $1,000 program. You see what I'm saying? And, and the other cool thing too about charging, charging more money is that you can afford to reach more people. You know, So every single one of you guys watching, you want to have a big impact. Well, guess who has the biggest impact? the person that can afford the most in ads. I yes. mean, it's, it's mathematics. So think about how, how freeing that would be if you could spend 
$4,500 in Facebook ads to get one client and still be profitable. I mean, that's pretty rad. So one thing you guys got to remember just on the permission thing is like, there are no more rules anymore. You know, the internet set every single one of you free. It's just most people don't know how to use it. So there are no more rules. There, there is no relationship between time and money. So many of you guys, you have this belief that if I want to make a lot of money, it has to take a lot of time because you're looking back at how long it's taken you to go from where you are to where, you know, where you've been to where you are now. So you think, okay, if I want to go from here to there, it's going to take double the time. That's not accurate. Time and money have no relationship. Time and talent, or money and, and talent have no relationship. You know, there's, there's rappers that have rainbow hair and tattoos on their face that are making millions of dollars. And yet, and you can't even understand what they're saying. It's like, <laughs> like, what the heck are we talking about here? And then you have street performers that can do amazing things. They can like mimic a hundred comedians or a hundred celebrities, or they can juggle like a thousand balls while singing a cappella. And yet they sleep on a, They sleep on a street corner because money has no relationship with talent. Money also has no relationship with difficulty. So if you think it's hard to make a lot of money, well, that's why you're, you're making it hard to make a lot of money. Humans are the only animal that will take something that's very, very simple and make it difficult. We're the only animal that does it. If you want to go from here to there, the only three things that matter is this three things, stimulating leads and, and, and having dialogues, stimulating leads, having dialogues. That's number one. Number two is conducting consultations. That's number two. And number three is inviting them to your program and making sure they have a world-class experience. And every new person that joins your program, the experience should get better and better and better. That's literally all that matters. If you want the fastest path to go from here to there, it's stimulating leads, conducting consultations, inviting them to your program. And so the question yeah. is, do you have the systems in place that are making that happen automatically? If you don't, it's time to level up, man. It's time to do what you're, you're there would do right now. And that's it. That's all that matters. And it's important for you yeah. to know that because as humans, even though you know that now, you'll still do everything else except those three things. And that's why you have to put systems in place that do that automatically. I have systems that generate leads for me because you know what, if I don't, then I wake up and it's like, oh, today I have allergies. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get some new clients tomorrow or, or today. I don't feel good. I worked out really hard. I'm going to take a rest day. You know, you start telling yourself these bullcrap stories, but then if you wake up and you have applications, all of a sudden you don't have allergies. <laughs> all of a sudden you don't have any pain from yesterday. And when you wake up and you have leads, guess what? You're a lot friendlier with your family. You don't have tension mm -hmm. on edge. You know, you're like, Hey, I'll take care of that babe. And Hey babe, I'll take care of that. When you have leads, it changes the game. There's never been one business in world history that's gone out of business because it had too many leads. Guess why, <laughs> guess why businesses go out of business because they don't have enough leads. So mm -hmm. fix that problem first. And then we can go on to the other things that come about, right? You can go on to the team. You can go on to uh, the sales process and, and the conversion rate and all yeah. that. Stuff. 
before you can measure your conversion rate, you got to get some freaking leads coming in, man. All right, that's yeah. all. Yeah, if, if you don't have leads, it's really like you are in scare city, right? And you're always scared, always afraid all day, even when you go to sleep, even when you wake up, even when you take a shower, all the time, you're really in scare city, right? But now if you have leads, now you have that peace of mind. And now if you want to work on your systems or if you want to hire a coach or a general manager or a sales manager, you have that peace of mind to do it because you know that the leads are coming in. Right. Uh, also, I wanted to uh, speak about what you just said about the impact. I have a question for you guys, uh, the guy, uh, people watching the, the training today. Would you prefer impact 1,000 people by 1% one or 100 people by 100%? Right. When we charge a low ticket, well, there is no skin in the game. You don't provide an amazing world-class experience. And you might help a little bit. You give a Band-Aid, right? But when it's high ticket, it's not a Band-Aid anymore. It's the full surgery that they need. And now they get the transformation that they need. So sure, you might not help as many people, but at least you make sure that the people that you help, they get that transformation for sure. Yeah, it's good. And uh, also, the beauty of high tickets, high ticket pricing, is that you can be so, so, so profitable. For instance, here, I'm just looking at uh, the results from one of our clients. She's multiplying her money by 19 on the front end. So it means right away. So it means it's, it's like going to the casino, going to the slot machine, putting one coin, and right away, you get 19 back all the time. And then a year later, actually the 19 coins convert into 93 coins because now, you know, uh, you got a new client, but that's a client that stay, stays for at least a year with a membership. So for each $1 that you invest, you make 19 back right away or 93 back a year later. That's the beauty of high ticket pricing. You have a real impact on people and you get rich doing it. Yeah. We ought, we ought to change the name of high ticket pricing to like, call it like results ticket pricing or normal ticket pricing or fair ticket pricing or something like that. Yeah. Like high ticket pricing, I mean, that name, you know, I think that stops a lot of people, right? Because it's like, why is it high? That's perspective, right? So we ought to call it like- High results. <laughs> high results ticket pricing, yeah. you know? You want the highest results here's here's the package if you just kind of want the happy meal if you just kind of want the medicine you know then you know here's this but if you actually want to solve the actual problem you have and never deal with it again then here's here's how we actually do that <laughs> yeah what do, you, what do you think chris do what what do you think over there man with that fresh haircut oh you know <laughs> you know um uh, man i uh you guys are covering it. I mean, it, I mean, there's, you have, you have business owners who have a hard time with pricing. Gym owners especially have a hard time with pricing. And I think gym owners are you know, speaking to them, those guys who are on here right now, because I know there's multiple people. And so I'm going to speak to gym owners, but if you're in a business and you feel like this is you too, then right. I mean, 
I think most entrepreneurs, as we're sitting here thinking about it, most of them, when I speak to them, one of the very first things that that comes to the top that's a problem is they undervalue themselves and what they do. There's no trainer that, that I'm close friends with or that I've even worked with. There's a couple who are brand new. They're fresh. They need to get some, they need to get some miles under them, you know, but, but even them, they're passionate. They're learning. You can compress time and still offer something and change somebody's life. And if you're confident in that, then why are you only charging what you are, what you're currently charging? I mean, what, whatever it is, it's stop devaluing yourself. I mean, you, you've got to think about everything we've been speaking here. I feel like I'm going to just repeat it, but it's like, I can't drive that home enough. What do you offer? What do you have? Why, why are you charging what you're charging? That's a, that's a good question. I think that's a quality yep. question that all of us should ask ourselves. I mean, all of us, why do I charge what I charge? Is it worth more? And, you know, Remy hit on something a moment ago. Am I going to resent a client if they need me? at this price point is there going to be some resentment because I feel like I'm not happy. And so the best thing that you can give people is a happy whole version of you. Well, a happy whole version of you needs to have the bills paid and some money left over. I mean, let's, let's relieve some stress, you know, let's relieve a little bit of stress and, and, and then free time and energy. And now you can give, you can freely give to those people that you work with and, um, so really just summarizing there, it's, I'm just listening to you guys. I'm sorry, I went into student mode for a minute. I loved everything you guys were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I would say that gym owners, personal trainers have to realize that they're just, they're not just coaches charging on an hourly uh, rate, right? They don't sell hours. They sell a body and a life transformation that includes the mindset, mindset coaching, the accountability coaching, the nutrition coaching, sure, the workouts as well, but they sell an outcome. They don't, they shouldn't yeah. sell, they shouldn't sell hours at the gym. Yeah. And, and there's no reason you can't piece together a program that gives somebody an incredible result. And if you can do that, then great. If not, leave the little bitty like $50 per hour training to the, to the gym down the street, you know, that is really happy that everybody joins their gym, but they only use the equipment in January, so they don't have to buy new equipment. Okay, like that's not our business model. You know, that's not, if you're in the gym gym industry, and you're a trainer, you're a coach, you're passionate, that's not what you're into. You're not into, well, hey, I've got a bunch of equipment. I'm so glad that I have a bunch of people that never use it. That's not where your mindset is. So there's no reason you can't piece something together and feel very, very good about charging. I mean, and, and it, it may be different for everybody, right? I mean, let's say $5,000. I can, I can get three clients per month at $5,000 or I can get 50 clients or, you know, 50, you know, what do you know? I'm saying 150 clients at a hundred dollars a month, which one's harder to get. <laughs> I think it's a lot easier to get to three. And now mm -hmm. my energy and my focus can be on that group of people. I mean, I'm not saying eliminate your memberships or your class structure or anything like that by any means, because that's, that's great. That's what most people want. They're going to live in that. But why shouldn't you also have three clients who are paying you for a top tier program, not the happy meal? You just doubled your income. Let's say you had a hundred clients chart or, or fifth. Yeah. 15 clients paying a hundred dollars a month. Am I doing my math right? No. That's yeah, 150. Yeah, 150 clients paying $100 a month. That's 15 grand. 
you could, there's no reason you couldn't create a program and give your energy to three people over the next 30 to 60 days, create the program, put it together. And you personally work with three and you just doubled your income. So let's say you're at $15,000 a month. You could put together a program where you're not going to give your energy out to so many people, but you just take on three a month. And in that three a month, you just doubled your income. You're $30,000 a month now. With three yeah. New clients. Yeah. So, I think uh, one, one, one last thing I want to share on that, you know, you, you said, why are people not doing this? Because here's, here's what I think it is. I think everything in life is a speculum. Do you guys know what a speculum is? Speculum is like a mirror. So here's an example. If I have never invested 5,000 in myself for any type of thing, whether it's with Remy, whether it's with a marriage conference, whether it's with anything, then that's why it's so hard for me to imagine someone else doing it. But if I do that regularly, then a natural mirror effect of that is that it's going to be no problem for me to, to invite people to do the same. So here's the thing. Here's the truth about it is you can only invite your clients to be as committed as you are. And you can't say, you can't say I'm, I'm committed to making, you know, to, to doing this, but then you've never, displayed that commitment any other way and now you're going to try to invite someone else to do that there's something missing there called congruency so if you want to sell you know i remember one time i heard a guy say this he was like if you you know if you want to make you know if you want to have like you know hundred thousand dollar a month clients or a hundred thousand dollar clients then you got to invest a hundred thousand and i remember hearing that thinking what a bunch of bull crap you know what i mean but as time has gone on, I've realized like I have, you know, I've worked with so many entrepreneurs that if they, if they have never done that themselves, then they can never really, you know, maybe they might sell it once or twice or here and there, but they never can continue to do it because they know they don't really, they're not committed that way in any other area of life. And you got to remember, like none of none of us watching this, none of us have money problems or business problems. What we have are life problems that show up in our business and our money. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like everything about your life is a mirror. So, if you have if you have clients that you present their options to them, and they say, "Let me think about it," well, that's because that's what you always do. You know, if you want to, if you want clients that are more decisive then you have to display decisiveness and it doesn't have to be with your gym. It could be in other areas of your life. But you know, if you have people that when you show them a program at the end, they say, uh, can you break it up into some payments for me, Remy? Well, that's because you always break it up into payments. Commitment, yeah. commitment can only invite equal commitment. And you can't fake it. You can't act like you can't act it out. It has to either be real or it's not. You know what I mean? But that's the cool thing. Like you just what you have to do, like for for a sales transaction to take place, there's two forms of trust that must exist. Number one, the person must trust that you are going to provide the tools and the coaching that can help them get the results. But the most important form of trust that must exist is they have to trust themselves. Yes. If you want to work with clients that trust themselves, 
you have to trust yourself because everything yeah. in life is a speculum. And I think once you, once you, once you hear that today, like you'll start to look anything that happens that you don't like, you can start to look at your life and go, Oh, well, I'm doing that same thing in a different way over here. And you stop doing that, you start giving a new level of commitment and all of a sudden, boom, your business starts to blow up. To and this yeah. ties right back into it's me. <laughs> we never, we never like admitting that it's me, you know, and, and that's, but what's neat is again, so liberating because then whether you're in a program with Wes or Remy or myself or anybody else that you may be in a program with, that's like the starting point. You're getting a lot of great information. Maybe you've invested in yourself, but there should be a hunger at that point for, well, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to grow. What books am I reading? What people am I hanging out with? What's the next program that I want to invest in? You know, what's the, what's the next seminar that I want to go to? Like at that point you, you strike a hunger for, Oh, it's me. So I'm going to feed myself. I'm going to cultivate myself so that I can do this. And the, the best thing, the best approach for yourself, for your spouse, for your marriage is to always approach things with a gardener's mentality. So have you, I mean, since school, have you even gardened yourself? Are you just like going through life and just like, man, I have enough money, man. What the heck, man? I mean, it, I mean, and I use that hillbilly voice because, you know, I'm in the South and I hear that all the time. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm surviving. Well, why? Uh, another day, another buck. What? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about, right? So that's a mentality that a lot of us have learned. Not bad, because a lot of those same people learn a lot of great values from the blue collar, but they still don't have anything. They're still whining and complaining about what they do or don't have. And they're mad at the rich guy. It's like, you realize he went and got that on his own, man. Like, he's just smarter yeah. than you. That's why you're mad. So, you know, get with it. And a lot of you guys are top A's. So also stop being comfortable being the smartest guy in the room. Like, if you're the smartest guy in the room everywhere you go, quit it. You, you need to get somewhere it makes you uncomfortable. You know, when I get on the yeah. phone or I hang out with Wes or Remy, I mean, I go into student mode. I love both of these guys. Two of my really, really good buddies. And um, But I get uncomfortable sometimes, but that's a good thing. I want to know what's going to come out of their mouth. You know, what have they been digesting? What have they been cultivating in themselves that's going to spill over that I'm going to go, oh, I need that. There's always mm -hmm. something that you need. So stay yep. there. Cindy just dropped a comment and I really like what she said. When you are the problem, you can also be the solution. That should be freeing, not scary. It's so true, yeah. right? So it's true that it is a hard pill to swallow when you realize that, oh shit, it's on me. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry for the... <laughs> but it's you know, French. Like, that, that, okay. it's, it's all good. It's still, it's still basically PG when it's said in French. <laughs> but you see, like, you would maybe probably tell yourself, oh, it's on me. It's a hard pill, to, hard pill to swallow. But then, like Cindy just mentioned, it is freeing because at least we have control over it, right? And it's true that uh, I couldn't charge high ticket or I would say high result pricing until I was able to actually buy high ticket, high results programs. Before I was before buying them, I wasn't wasn't able to sell them. And, and you know, you know, I bought some that then I was starting to sell. The same. Yeah. There's not a person on the planet, by the way, that the first high ticket program they bought 
wasn't put on a credit card, you know, or like didn't have to sell like some really nice family heirloom to be able to do it. You know what I mean? But then everyone who's done that now they got money. You know what I mean? So like, even if I didn't know that, like if I'd never done anything like that before and I didn't have enough money, like just hearing someone say like me personally, I've never met someone who invested uh, a sobering amount of money to get a result that didn't get the result. Yeah. And I'm sure it exists, you know, at some point, but like I've personally have never met anyone like that. Like Chris, how much did you invest to start your gym? Um, around 50 K around 50,000 just, just to open. Yeah, totally. There's more that beyond that, but that was just, the sure. just to open, you know, that's a, that's a big number, right? Like, so Chris would have no problem, you know, commanding 30,000 for consulting, right? Cause he, he knows exactly what it's like to put it all on the line and go and get, and go and get it done. Right. So um, I don't, I don't want to like beat a dead horse here or anything. I mean, I think we all, I think we're kind of getting it, but yeah. I, I just always tried to create like a bird feeder. Right. So it's like, if you're, let's say a, a trainer or a gym owner, it's like, okay, you got personal training maybe, or maybe you have, you know, one-on-one, whether it's online or personal, then you have semi-private, then maybe you have group, then, you know, it's like, all right, why not have online training as well? Like where there's like an online monthly program. The thing I like about a bird feeder where someone could come and like do a monthly program at a certain price is that then they do, you know, sometimes it's like a, a value ladder where, if they get to experience you for that, then they're always the next logical step is for them to become a private online client, whatever that means. Um, and I, and I saw this because, you know, I've, I have this uh, mentorship program and it's a couple bucks a month. It's nothing crazy, but then this one weekend I did this big event in Austin at my house. I said, Hey, come to Austin. You're going to come to my house and we'll teach you all these things. And well, guess who bought it? Everyone who was in my, paid programs already no one from my free facebook groups bought it Hmm. interesting and for the people that were in my paid programs it was kind of like it just it made sense because it was like the best next step you know what i mean like so i always like to try to create like a bird feeder you know where you're whatever you have the capacity for not everybody has the capacity um you know some people they just need to do like one thing with their business and have just like this really narrow focus but if you have the capacity for more you know the more systems you have in place the more things you can handle you know so well it's it's like this i mean another way of putting that is let's say you do a thing right maybe you're local but again the internet set you free so why would somebody not in another state or another country possibly need what you have and they connect with you maybe perhaps more than they do anybody else, or they just come across your ad more than anybody else. So in terms of like, let's say you are a trainer, let's say you own a gym. Well, you're providing results. What's stopping you from doing that in multiple ways? You know, we just launched a program that's all outdoors. It's not a boot camp. It's called the Foundry. It's something completely, totally different, very hybridized. It's really unique. And we've got a few other things that we do. And so I always encourage people and so again i'm gonna to speak to a gym owner because i know a lot of them are on here but apply this to anything that you do 
if you understand some principles and you can get people a result, why not position yourself in the market to be an answer for more people? And I think it's very distinct in the CrossFit community. CrossFitters, CrossFit gyms for a long time, and a lot of people started to figure this out a few years ago, although great and almost viral, um, and people love it. They get in there. They love the community. At the same time, because of the games, there's a lot of people who are like, eh, it's a high barrier of entry. It looks scary. It looks intense. Man, I would love to look that way, but they can never get to where they're going to come into the door. Well, why can't you position yourself in front of that person as well? Yeah. Why, you know, the bird feeder effect. You know, why not have something designed specifically for this person who would love to look like a CrossFitter looks? They love to do what they see their sister or their friend doing online who's already drank the Kool-Aid. Why not have a program that doesn't have that word attached to it, something different that you know, hey, I'm going to get my hands on you for a few weeks, whether it be online or something away from the gym or a separate class and attack that market because there are a whole bunch of people who need, they want to be fit, they want to be healthy, and you've got what they need, but you need to help them get out of their own way. Just change what you're doing. Online, yeah. same thing. You can help people. Why wouldn't you do yeah. that? I mean, that, now you got a bunch of wheels turning. You're not just a gym owner. Oh, I've got a bricks and mortar business. I'm changing hours for dollars. You've got CrossFit memberships over here bringing in 10 grand, 15 grand a month. You got online training, you know, that's bringing in a regular 10 or 15 grand a month. You got, you know, you, you've got a couple of different wheels turning. Now, all of a sudden, the thought of 25, 30, 40, 50, 60 grand as a gym owner doesn't seem very far fetched because you're positioning yourself in front of different audiences providing a result. And if you're good yeah. at providing a result, just repackage it, repurpose it. Yeah. Help that person. That's what they want. Go make it. And, and Wes, I just wanted to react on one thing you said earlier. You were saying that you don't know anyone that started a high ticket, high result program without putting it on a credit card, right? <laughs> I love it when my clients put it on a credit credit uh, sorry, put it on the credit card and are so afraid. Because That's I, know, I know that they're going careful. to follow through. They're going to yeah. commit to it. Yeah. Right? Actually, I have a client that is already pretty successful uh, and has several fitness studios. Didn't stop the program, even if I was following up every day and uh, you know making them uh, accountable. Because actually, it was not enough. It was not expensive enough. When I have clients that can't afford it and put it on a credit card, I know that they're going to crash it. They care. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm nervous because like yeah, it's like a surgeon of mine, surgeon friend, what, made a statement to another one, and they were going solo on something, and they were like, uh, "Hey, you know, are you scared?" And they're like, "I'm not scared," and they're like, "We should be," because they're a surgeon, and they go, "Fear will make you careful." Yeah, you're, exactly. You're gonna you're gonna do it right. You're gonna follow directions very quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell people too, like if they buy a program of mine, and I can tell, you know, it's not a whole lot of money for them, then I'll tell them like, okay, when are you going to have your program up? And they're like, by next Friday. And I'm like, okay, if you don't, I'm charging you double, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you got to figure out ways to motivate different people. But yeah, I'm the same way as you, Remy, man, when someone's nervous, I'm like, this is what yeah. I'm talking about. Like you're about to crush it, man. Just trust yourself. Yeah. Here we have Candice. So Candice is one of our uh, students. 
yes, that's me, couldn't afford not to follow through. Exactly. And actually, Candice is one of our best students and she's yeah, crushing she's it. Crushing. She's, going to, uh, she's going to grow her million dollar gym in probably uh, less than a year if she continues like this. That's awesome, that's huge. So guys, people uh, watching the, the live right now, could you please drop a comment and let us know if Chris or Wes or myself are gimmicky, high pressure, or do we care a lot? And actually we come from a place of love, care and concern. Can you feel the energy that we have here? And would you like to learn how to have the same kind of energy? Drop a comment. <laughs> nice. Do you feel that we are closers or that we are here to help and to enroll people into their own dreams? All right. Do you feel that we are bullshitting here? <laughs> Drop a comment. I think there is a bit of a delay. Uh, if you don't want to, uh, to drop a comment about this, you can also ask us questions. You know, if you have questions, we're going to wrap, the, wrap up uh, pretty soon here. Chris, anything that you want to add? Wes, anything yeah. that you would like to add? Yeah, I was going to tell everybody, I know that there's a large audience, um, even with uh, your crew, Remy, um, speaking to all the gym owners, and, and really if you're in any business, but I know there's a lot of gym owners here right now. Um, most gym owners approach everything as, oh, I'm a gym owner. <laughs> the thing is, is you are also a business owner and you are an entrepreneur. And a lot of gym owners don't embrace that side of it. They're like, how do I squat better, snatch better? How do I teach my craft? And those are all good things. You need to be good at that. But you're also a business owner. And that's a living thing that needs your attention and needs your help. That Your business should be your number one client. And so Remy, if you're in the program with him, incredible. And then we got another comment. Uh, Candice is saying, what if you're super awkward on video, though? What would you say to that for it's actually it's actually better because uh people love you more because you know yeah. whenever you whenever you're not good on camera and you feel nervous on camera you know what that makes you human yes the more, the more human you are the more people love you um yeah. but i think what you'd find is like uh this is a this is a you know you're 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 your concern there, Candace, is actually one that I come across quite a bit. And so obviously, you know, the first thing I'll tell you is like, um, that that's actually ideal. Like I, I like it when someone's not good on camera because they come across to their audience as uh, very human, vulnerable, caring, and it's very, very attractive to people. Um, but that being said, um, you know, one thing I like to point out is, you know, if you take it, if you take this camera here, you know, I've got, I've got a lens here, you know, let me see if I can do it like this. So there's a lens here on my camera, right? It's interesting. This is, I don't know what it is, but like, I've never been like talking to the camera and then all of a sudden like a Chuck Norris fist come out and punch me or anything like nothing, nothing like I've never been talking to the camera 
And then all of a sudden, you know, like a laser shoots into my eye and then I can't see for a week. So all the fears I have about talking to a camera are unfounded, right? Because when you're talking to a human, you have two cameras on you. You know what I mean? So when you're talking to a phone, it's just one. So that's just something I keep in mind. Like all the worries that we have about camp being on camera, it's like a camera has never done anything to anybody. Right. I'm being cheesy. I'm sorry. No, it, I mean, it, it's accurate though. It's accurate. I mean, people have a real thing, but it's all fake. I mean, if you don't have a problem telling somebody about your program or about what it is that you're doing when you're intimate one-on-one, just do that. I mean, if you need yeah. to put your spouse or a client on the other side of the camera and just talk to them <laughs> to make it happen, then, yeah. then do that. Um, and then another fix a lot of times is humor. I know a lot of people who have found that if they just use humor, they, they're instantly more comfortable and, and people go where the fun is. So there's nothing wrong with having ads that are fun also. Yeah. Um, or, and, you know, or even online, just be yourself. I mean, the online thing, I mean, not hard at all. Not hard. Um, and you know, Wes, uh, what's funny is that actually Candice is uh, one, of our, uh, one of my clients, right? And at the beginning, so I, I teach my clients how to record videos too, right? That's one of the things I do. Uh, and actually, Candice's videos at the beginning, they were too perfect. And I was like, no, let, let's make it less perfect so that it becomes more authentic. Right? Yeah. So don't be afraid about that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, guys, no one really cares about, I mean, camera presence is important, right? Because we can't just be like, hey, guys, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm here to tell you about my online program. We can't be like that. But like all people care about is can you help them get the result? You know what I mean? Like they're not thinking about you on camera. They're thinking about can you help me remove a pain or achieve a desire? So, yeah, I mean, what I have found, though, is just like even me, like if it's been a while since I've recorded a video, I'm awkward at first. But then I settle into it and I get more and more comfortable and, you know, it just becomes natural. So there's not anyone, you know, everyone is worried about that at first. But then what you got to focus on is like, you got to think about here's what helps you overcome it. You got to think about that person that's out there. You know, if you're in, in the in the North Texas area, let's say this person lives in Louisiana. They live 45 minutes from a gym. Um the closest thing to a gym in their town is like curves for women. You know what I mean? And if you, but they follow you on Facebook. If you don't reach them, no one else ever will. That's who you're talking to on that camera. So if you focus on that, then you're not worried about how do I look or am I saying stuff right or whatever. But even like the very first post that I have every single trainer make is they make this thing called a primer post where they say, hey, get ready. I'm super nervous, but at five o'clock today, I'll be going live to tell you about something really cool I've been working on for, I've been trying to do for so many years. I'm finally doing it. And I want you to be the first to know. I have them lead by telling their audience that they're super nervous because that makes them human and vulnerable. And when we see yeah. vulnerability, we go towards it, not away from it. So if I'm ever nervous, I just state the obvious. Hey, guys, I'm making this video. Honestly, I'm super nervous right now. This really isn't my thing, but I have to do this. So here, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. You, you just yeah. got them. You, you just, just got, got them. them. And, and at the same and now, time, 
be outwardly focused, not inwardly focused. I mean, it's actually sort of, uh, you know, like you, you can say you're shy, but actually sometimes being shy is actually really self-centered. It's I'm so focused on me and how I feel and what I'm thinking. And eh, so I claim that's up. exactly what an extrovert would say, Chris. Well, <laughs> um, so be focused on that person. Just remember that person that you're, whose life you might be changing and speak to them. Stop thinking about yourself. Yeah. And actually, yeah. by sharing that uh, vulnerability, that's how actually you also become a leader. Right? Mm -hmm. Because you're like, hey, I am right now pushing through my fears. And now you, you, uh, you, uh, you show the example. Right. In order to become successful, successful, you have to push through your fears, even if you're not comfortable with it. And hey, just you're a leader. You know what you just said about being a leader? Check this out. So there's never been a leader in world history who was overconfident that kept on winning. Yeah. It was always the leader that was a little bit afraid, a little bit nervous. And that's what kept them alive and kept their people alive. Right. Yeah. So overcom we're not looking for someone who's overconfident because that's usually the person that gets their butt kicked. Being yeah. a little bit nervous is actually extreme extremely high level quality of a good CEO or leader. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even the military has a, a term coined for that. You know, they talk about a victory disease basically, I think is what they call it. And um, I might be saying that wrong, but the commander has a few successes in battle. Then he's like, he, and he's type A. You know, a lot of times they're type A. They tend to do well, especially SEALs. You know, they're command, they're going to hop in. Boom, 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 boom. They, and they're talking about, hey, you get to where you do that, and then the enemy baits you. But yeah. A little bit of hesitation and a little bit of like, hold on. And sometimes it takes getting your butt kicked. I mean, think about training. What do they do? They're getting their butt kicked all the way through training so that they understand what victory really is, and they're humble. You know, so when they win, they don't do that. If you hesitate for a second, slow down. Sometimes that's a good thing. Top A's don't like to do it, you know, guys who act. So you need to act. That's a good thing. I like that. You like that. I love that in someone's personality, but a slight like, hold on. And that way you don't get that victory disease where you just, I win, I win, I win, boom, you lose because you rushed right into something, you know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. It you also get a more clear like, picture. What's that? You can get a more clear picture by, hold on a second. Yeah, well, you know, any any advice that you want your kids to take, you should take for yourself, right? So imagine if your daughter or son was like, I want to do this, mommy, but I'm just not good at that. What would you tell them to do? You'd say, no, you can do this. You're more, you're ready to do this. You're capable of doing this. You know, you're called to greater things. You're ready now. I want to see you get out there and do it because I know you can do it. Yeah. Well, you got to take your own advice. Whatever advice you give your kids, you got to take that for yourself. All right, that's my last thing, yeah. right? All right. Yeah. Nice. Here we just got a, a, a comment from Candice. Yes, every fear I've pushed through in the last couple of months, uh, Candice started the program uh, two months ago, uh, has been totally worth it, and I've been uncomfortable a good portion of the time. But she's one of the best students from the Mike Sartre Gym program. So when you push through your fears, that's how you get the results. We also got another comment from AJ. He gave a really good comment. Uh, I had this problem and got over it. You know, that, that fear of like recording videos. So he got over it by several seven-day Facebook Live challenges and also making bets to complete the challenges. I really like that. And also, 
another advice I could provide is to not try to reach perfection. Here, what are we doing, Wes, Chris, and I? Well, I'm just having like a good conversation with two of my bros. That's all, right? But in the uh, in the meantime, we also provide you guys with incredible content. Totally. All right, well, hey guys, nice. it's a pleasure being with you today. Always an honor. So awesome. Thank you Appreciate so much, Wes. For all the value that you provided, and uh, thank you so much, Chris, as well. Hey, thank you guys. Really all appreciate right, you guys. Bye. Chat soon. Bye bye.